Welcome to Monuments and Movements. On today's episode, we discuss having vision and goals for your life, why it's important to have vision and goals, and what you can do to win the battle in your mind. Let's talk about it. Well, hey, welcome to the Monuments and Movements podcast, where we talk about culture and how you as an individual have the power to shape it. My name is Justin, and I'm here with my man, Kenny. Kenny, how's it going, dude? Doing good. Yep. Doing good. I'm dressed uh, a little for the cold weather. Yep. In sunny California. Got as low as about uh, like 39 today. Dude, what's up with that? Man, it's been cold. I don't know. I don't like it. I'll tell you that much. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, hey, here we are, um, the last couple days of January. So we have a special kind of episode for... Yeah. At least if it's not for anybody else, it's for us. Yeah. Um, it, It's almost the end of January. We know a lot of people probably started um, New Year resolutions or New Year's resolutions or um, it just kind of trying, if you didn't want to call it a New Year's resolution, maybe you just were trying to eat healthier. Um, maybe you tried to pick up working out or exercising or or even maybe it's um, something as, as simple as reading a book or... Any kind of new pattern or way of life that we've, you've kind of picked up. And we're about three or four, almost, you know, four weeks. It's gone, come and gone. 2021. We're that was one, fast. One month done. 11 more to go. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think a lot of people probably have set out with some real great goals and some real great things to achieve or conquer. And probably by now, my guess is a lot of... Um, Maybe some of our friends or listeners, you may or may not be in the boat where you have failed at those at those uh, those goals or that pattern, or uh, maybe you're struggling to, to to keep that pattern going or that new lifestyle that you wanted to to live going. And you know, we kind of wanted to talk about that today. And and if that's you and you want to be different this year, we might have some goodness for you in store today. Yeah. So. Um, I guess to start it off, was there anything, just so we can maybe level the playing field with our, our listeners, is there anything that you personally might have, any kind of New Year's resolution or something you were like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really go, go in this year? Is there anything you, and maybe you have kind of let off the gas on? Me? No, man, I'm, cru- <laughs> I'm, crushing, I'm crushing all of them. That's, That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah, I'm crushing all of them. All right. Well, I... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a few. Um, you know, my fitness goals. Obviously, I think that's one of the biggest ones that people mm-hmm. set at the beginning of the year is to work out every day. Right. I've actually been doing really good. Yeah. My goal is to work out six days a week. Some weeks I've hit six. Some weeks I've hit four. But I've been consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot better than not going right. and working out. So. Right. Uh, I've definitely improved in that area in reading. I've mm-hmm. got some big reading goals. My goal is to read a book a week, whether that's reading or listening. And I've actually probably listened to four books so far this year. Wow. And I've read, I'm almost finished reading one, but the one I'm reading is like 500 pages, so that counts for two books. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, personally, I've tried this year to... Um, start off the year eating a lot healthier, a lot healthier. Um, I did really good the first three or four weeks, even the beginning of this week. I started to kind of get a little lax. Um, but I'm still, for the most part, eating healthy. 
ish. Yeah. So I'm trying to eat really clean and and see that. So I'm trying to lose some weight and see what just push my body to its limits and see see what uh I can do. I'm also trying to be um trying to stay fit, trying to exercise. Not as much as Batman sitting across from me, but um, <laughs> I think one big thing and and if you look look at the course of um, Jen, you especially, you're very goal orientated. You're very goal driven. And I think I kind of respond to that uh, almost the same. One big thing is uh, that we've found and we were talking about is the importance of goals in all of this. Yeah. And and specifically, you know, maybe um, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, here we go. Goals like this is really more a talk about about you yourself and and yes, determination and, and all that. But um, goals are, are very important. And um, I'll kind of dish it off to you, but I think one thing that we've learned is any goal that you don't set a measurable, um, a quantifiable um, number to, or, or, you know, like you said, your goal was what, one one book a month or how many books a month? One book a week. One book a week. Jeez. Um, One book a week. That is a very measurable goal. And that is. is a very pass or fail um, situation. And so I think when in the past, when I've set out and my goal was like, yeah, I just want to lose weight. Um, that's not a very quant, it's, it's a good idea, but it's not a quantifiable goal. I just want to eat healthy. Well, okay. What does that mean? What does that right. look like? Um, and can you elaborate a little bit more as we, as we dive into this topic and really address, I'm hoping these are some real, um, uh, uh, tangible things that people can walk away with and maybe feel a little bit more motivated about not hitting some of their marks thus far in the year. Yeah. But yeah, can you maybe elaborate a little bit on um, the importance of goals and, and what that means to, to situations like this? The importance of goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, when I think about goals, you know, it's like you were saying, goals do need to be specific. Right. Uh, the things about goals is goals that, that give you focus, they give you a direction to go. Right. They, they complement your vision. I'd say that vision is probably even bigger above goals mm-hmm. in your life because really your goals are there to try to help you become, you know, the person that you want to be right? or to help you, you know, get vision for your life. Your goals will reflect your vision for your life. You know, we talk about the vision a lot. We go to a church where we have the vision, mm-hmm. right? The vision that, you know, you and me, because of, you know, what God has done in our lives that you and me, we have the power to change the world. Right. right? We have the power to change the the community around us. We have the, the power to influence our friends and to inspire people and to change our families. And, you know, we have the power and the vision in our lives to be good husbands, right. be good fathers one day. It's all starts with vision. Mm-hmm. And I think your goals really do reflect a lot of your vision. Yeah. Right. Obviously our ministry, we have ministry goals. It's a big one in terms of our, our ministries, for those of you who don't know, you know, me and Kenny were cell group leaders and it's, it's a basically small groups at the church, but it's, it's different than just a Bible study where we actually, our goal is to impact our community mm-hmm. and to really see measurable results. And so we set goals in our groups and our goal isn't just to bring more people to Bible study. Our goal isn't necessarily to read through the Bible in a year. Yeah. Though our goals are, you know, establishing very strong spiritual disciplines sure. like reading your Bible and praying every day. But our goals are a direct reflection of our vision. Mm-hmm. Right? We believe that we can raise up a group of men who can change the world. Right. So, 
you know, I know that today's discussion, I think, is a little more personal, micro than macro. Sure. Right. You know, maybe next week or something, we'll talk about macro cultural goals. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, it all starts with you. Yeah. It starts with your vision and what you can see. Right. I would define vision as what you can see for your life. Mm -hmm. And I think when you actually have a clear vision for your life, you will have clear goals. Yeah. I think if you try to set clear goals before you have clear vision, I think that's why people fail. Right. Like the classic New Year's resolution. I want to get in shape. You know, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Statistically, that's not going to happen. Right. Statistically, people will probably stop going to the gym by February. Why? Is it because their goal is off? No. It's because they didn't have vision. Mm -hmm. Right? Their vision didn't drive their goals. So if you don't have vision to drive your goals, right. well, then you're... You're, it's going to be a struggle. Not impossible. Mm -hmm. right, you can hit whatever goals you, you set your mind to. Yeah. But at least for me and my personality and, you know, how I work is I'm very, like, cause-oriented, very vision-oriented. Sure. So if I, if I don't see where something's going, it's really hard for me to buy in. Right. So, for example, even with this fitness goal that we're talking about, you know, this has probably been the most consistent I've been with the gym mm -hmm. ever. Now, I do have the specific goals. I want to go at least six days a week. Mm-hmm. And I've been going at like four, four thirty in the morning. Oh even. yeah, he has. And it hasn't been as big of a challenge as I thought. You know, some mornings I got to drag myself out of bed. But for me, my focus isn't so much. I got to hit it six times a week. I got to hit it six times a week. My focus is, I want to get healthy. Yeah. I want to be in shape. Right. I start visualizing what it is I want. I start looking at my vision, and I start putting systems in place. Yeah. Um. Sorry, maybe I'm diving too deep into it, you know, but uh, I think when you focus on your vision and, you know, maybe we'll talk about systems in a bit, mm -hmm. but I think your goals have to start with vision. Right. Yeah. I think um, that's definitely like, you know, taking something as, as what should be as simple as, you know, Hey, I want to, I want to uh, read the Bible every single day Yep. Um, or, or get through the Bible in this amount of time. I think something as simple as that. Um, cause you know, you do have the occasional, you sleep through your alarm, you forget to set your alarm and, and you're up. And if you're like me, uh, you know, there's a certain time in your morning that you, you just, Oh snap, gotta go, gotta, gotta, gotta shower, gotta get dressed, gotta go get off to work. Yep. And, um, you know, and it happens, but I think with sometimes when you're so goal orientated and, and it's easy to be, uh, motivated or driven by goals, sometimes it's also easy to be, uh, unmotivated, <laughs> Yeah. by those same goals and what i mean is uh you know take something like eating healthy i i have to be really uh strict on how i how how i handle that situation because sometimes you know i'll have a i'll have a day where if i'm honest uh at least you know in the past i've done pretty good this year so far but in the past you know i'll have a day where i'm doing real good i'll go a week or two on, on eating really well not really eating out or making the right choices but then the one day when somebody brings in those Krispy Kremes or, or something, I crash and I'll, 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 I'll cave and I'll eat it. But then yeah. it starts like a downward spiral because I'm just like, oh, I already failed that goal. So what's tomorrow going to be, you know, what's, and, and, and then it's, it becomes, so I personally have to be really good at that. But that comes from not being super clear on my vision and not being super clear on how long I want to do this diet or how long I want to do this exercise program or how many pounds I want to see or um, this, that, and, and the other. And so I think, you know, to follow up on that and maybe to dive into more of the, uh, a couple points on the 
system side like we were talking about. And, and I guess just to be clear is, you know, I think when you think of goals, you think of that vision, right? You think, um, and what we mean is, you know, maybe your goal is to uh, own a house. Okay, well, what do you need to do to get there? It's not just work a bunch of hours and save as much money as you can and, and do that type of thing, but it, it's there's more in that. There, there's, it's it, a you, lifestyle. That's a lifestyle. You you want to get yep. a you want to get a six pack. Okay, how much weight do you want to lose? You know yep. you have and by when, you need to set target goals and you need to really break that down and get systematic about it and down to figuring out, you know how many calories to eat, how many calories to burn, how much, how long you personally need to work out. Um, yep. you know and and you can go deeper into that, but kind of um, to not overwhelm everybody, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Why, why do we, my question is this, why do we fail to meet those goals? Um, you know, maybe we start off hot in the beginning, maybe we quit halfway through, maybe we quit three quarters of the way through, but, um, you kind of spoke about having clear goals, but Mm -hmm. maybe towards that system side of it, or, or maybe just a little bit deeper in general, why do you think that we fail, um, to meet those goals? Obviously, to reiterate, one big reason is because we don't really have a clear cut goal. Right. A, a measurable goal. That, I think that's that's a big one. Um, but what else would you say is why? What is a big reason why a lot of people fail at meeting those goals? I think a lot of people fail. One, obviously, vision, like we mm-hmm. talked about earlier. They don't really see who they're trying to become, or what they're trying to become, or really, they don't see the big picture for their lives. Now, I think a lot of it too has to do with goals being strategic in mm-hmm. a sense so for example right we'll, we'll walk it through say i have a goal where i want to go to the gym every day mm-hmm. now why might i stop going to the gym because i don't want to go yeah right it, it, it takes a lot of willpower to go to the gym especially mm-hmm. if you're not into working out sure dieting takes a lot of willpower to diet. Mm-hmm. Doing a devotional, right? waking up early in the morning to pray, read your Bible. Unless you've really like on fire, sometimes it takes a lot of willpower to get up. Right. So a very practical thing that I, I've learned, I read this in a book. Uh, the book is called How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Succeed. <laughs> it's a pretty cool book. Uh, it, I, I picked up this tip. Where the, the reason why a lot of people don't hit goals is because it, a lot of their goals are very dependent on willpower. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not able to control your willpower, mm. right, your personal drive to want to do things, if you're not able to control your nature, yeah, you know, if you're addicted to sugar, as I am, I could sit there and tell myself, I'm not going to eat sugar anymore. I'm not, it's not, but over time, I'm going to have a willpower battle. Yeah. And so for me, part of my strategy is I really just try to minimize how much willpower it takes. Mm-hmm. I try to remove willpower out of the equation. Mm. So for example, going to the gym, something that's been helpful for me for this last month, and I might have to adjust you know, next month, is I try to remove any sort of willpower that it's going to take to get there because mm. we only have so much willpower in, in our tank. Yeah. There's also a cool book called The Willpower Instinct. Mm-hmm. It's on the science of willpower. And basically the idea is that, you know, you only have a certain amount of drive in your human nature, mm. right, to 
to exercise willpower to do things. Right. And so your biggest challenges come when you run out of willpower mm -hmm. or things that demand a lot of willpower. Think of it wow. like gas, right? You got so much gas in your tank. Some things just require so much gas that it drains you of it. Mm -hmm. And that's when you get you know, the free donut box in front of you and you're like, Ooh man, I'm supposed to be dieting, but maybe I could start tomorrow. Right. That's where your, your willpower has Stinking drained. Devil. <laughs> so what I try to do is I try to do something that takes the willpower out of the equation. So for example, going in the morning, mm -hmm. uh, I actually go to bed in my gym clothes. Cause that way, if I wake up, I'm already in my gym clothes. I'm a little yeah. more inspired to do it. Uh -huh. Cause I don't know about you, but even just waking up, and getting dressed is kind of a, a big mental, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a mental step, yeah. right? And so I try to remove those mental steps. So I go sure. to bed in my gym clothes already. So I wake up, I'm in my gym clothes. Mm -hmm. I put my cell phone uh, at a distance where I have to like get up and walk to go get it because it's got my alarm. Mm -hmm. I usually wake up before my alarm, honestly. So, yeah. um, but I get up, I go grab my phone. I got my water bottle right there and I got my gym bag. So it's already kind of inspiring me to yeah. go. And uh, by that time, you know, I'm already kind of up, I'm awake, and then it's right there in front of my mirror. Mm -hmm. And so I look in the mirror, I'm like, I got to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah, so awesome. you just, you kind of strategically, yeah. one practical tip, you know, I'm, I'm an engineer, so I try to do things practical, mm -hmm. is if I can remove willpower out of the equation, That's I'm so a good. lot more likely to succeed at something. That's really good. Like reading, you know. Um, Listening to audiobooks is huge mm -hmm. because I, you know, I'm usually whether I'm at the gym, whether I'm driving, I spend a lot of time where I can listen to stuff. Mm -hmm. So listening to audiobooks, you know, gets me inspired to want to learn more. Yeah. But then reading a physical book, you know, sometimes I'm in the mood too. Sometimes I'm not. I don't. Mm -hmm. know, it's it's one of those things for me. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just in the mood and I'm really excited to. Other yeah. moments I'm like, you can't do anything to get me. Yeah. To. But what do I do? You know, first I pick a book I'm interested in right now. Mm -hmm. I'm reading a book a friend of mine, Christian, had suggested to me a while ago. I'd kind of read it a long time ago, but I'd, I'd kind of breeze through it a bit, mm -hmm. and I'm really wanting to learn more. It's called A Random Walk Down Wall Street. Mm. It's like a historical book about investing, the principles of investing long term mm -hmm. and whatnot. And it's really interesting, you know, and I leave it in places where I chill. Yeah. So like, you know, right by my couch, if I come home and I'm chilling on a the couch, there's the book right there. And so it's not like I've got to go out of my way to think about reading yeah. the book. I'm like, oh, there's the book. Okay, you know, maybe I'll pick it up and read it. Mm -hmm. It's like eating healthy. Yeah. You know, I've, I've bought some apples, right? Where do I put them? I put them right there in the front of my cupboard. You know, I put all the other stuff behind it. Mm -hmm. Apples right in front. So right there, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just hungry. I'll just grab whatever's <laughs> closest. Yeah. That's just a principle of trying to remove as much That's willpower really out of the equation. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, to that... Um, is a real big principle here. And I, and I think, um, uh, you know, discipline mm -hmm. is, excuse me, discipline is, uh, what's at the heart of heart of this personal discipline. I think a lot of people set out with some ambitious goals and you could even have really clear goals, but you also have to be realistic at where your level of discipline is. For example, not just well, yeah, physical discipline, but I'm talking more like in your mind, like in you, like, do you, do you have what it takes to be, you know, somebody who, I don't know, maybe you're drinking a Coke every single day for a whole year and you just decide January for, you decide December 31st in a few hours, 
no more Coke for you. Like not only the physical strain that your body is probably going to be kicking you for, yeah. but do you have the, that, that mental toughness, that mental discipline to, to say no. I, I remember there was a time where I was um, super addicted to coffee and uh, we were doing actually a fast as a church and I, I thought I was, I thought it was hot stuff. I was like, Hey, yeah, tomorrow, cold Turkey, no coffee. You know, let's do it. And by about five o'clock in the afternoon, pounding headache. You were a cold turkey. Super weak. I was a cold turkey. I was uh, nauseous, um, full on withdrawals. And I, I, I caved. I had to drink some kind of caffeine. I couldn't do it. Now, was my my body not physically able to? Probably not. Uh, but more than that, like my mental state, I could not overcome it. I threw everything. All my determination went out the window the second. And I will say this. It, it, if you want to know how, how physically or I guess mentally disciplined you are, um, how mentally tough you are, um, do some some get down to the basics. And what I mean is, do something like a diet. Yep. Or like our church, we like to fast a lot, and each time we fast, we try to push it. Uh, I know you and I are about the same. We try to push it a little bit extra. Um, yeah. from from what we did the previous time and that's not kind of like bragging on us that's just like because that mental exercise of pushing yourself past what you think you're mentally capable of is huge and if you want to see how mentally tough you are i fast yeah. or, or, or or do a diet fasting is more of a, a it's it's it is a there's diets included but it's more of a spiritual um a thing that that we can get into a little more but there's there's definitely more about it than just just the diet aspect but i mean i guess the point i'm trying to make is when you get to like forget about going to the gym forget about like uh, losing a certain amount of weight like when you just get in between yourself and yourself you get in between the middle there's the, the that part of you that animalistic part of you that wants to eat that wants to go after those those sugary high carb super dense products that sounds good. Um, the tacos and the churros. The tacos and the churros. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you'll find out what you're made of because you can actually go a lot further than you think is possible. And the, the lessons that I've learned from being on strict fasts and pushing myself past that thing or being on strict diets or, or even I think about all the lessons I've learned from, from football, you know, the times where you're holding like a plank for, for what seems like an hour and your coach is yelling at you. Um, you could actually go a lot longer than you think, it, but it's the battle of of the mind. It's you against yourself, and and it, it's that discipline. And I think a lot of people aren't willing to admit how mentally weak they are. Um, you know, the the only reason I'm saying it like this is because I'm speaking from experience. You know, yeah. I know how mentally weak I can be. So I like you're saying you all those things that you were pointing out, putting the book by the by the couch, putting your clothes. Um, and your st- your phone in front of the mirror, like that's because you know the areas where you're mentally weak. You know that if yep. you sleep in your nice warm pajamas and you you put your phone right next to you, it's that much easier for you to hit the snooze button. It's that much easier for you to just ignore getting your clothes out of your drawer. You know your weak points, and it's the same thing with. That's why I have to be overly strict when I when I go on a diet or when I go on a gym regimen because I know the areas where I can be mentally weak. Um, even something when you say mentally weak you mean like undisciplined 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 I don't mean like mentally weak like I need to see a therapist I mean maybe but 
<laughs> hey, that's what we're here for each other. That's what we're here. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, yeah, discipline. Um, yeah. We can discipline. And and um, that that is one of the beginning steps, I think, that if, if you're somebody, you want to salvage your year, step back and, and evaluate. Yep. That maybe you're not as tough as, as a, you know, David Goggins, who runs what seems like marathons every single day. Another, is that the guy who pushed a tire for five miles? That's David or Goggins. flipped the tire for yeah. five? Dang. Um, you know, it's those people have had to develop and had to address their real parts of the, the, the lack of discipline in their lives and go after it and really attack. And that's why some of these people like Jocko or even Joe Rogan or um, David Goggins, Cameron Haynes, a lot of these kind of motivational speakers type people, um, that's why they're so intense about it. Uh, about addressing that that mental weakness or lack of discipline is because they have to go after it. They have to to they they are in a serious battle. It's me against the unhealthy version of me that's deep inside that is always waiting for a chance to get out. Yeah. And um, you know, I think you have to win that battle or else you'll eventually lose everything. And um, you you know, it, and it's okay to step back, but to, to, to make sure you do that, step back, analyze yourself, see where you're at and, 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 you know, put those things in, in place. If, if yeah. it's, you know, maybe one, I, I see a lot of people start coming to church again in the beginning of the year and, and they want to get involved and want to get closer to God. And, and those are really good things. But then what happens the next weekend? They, or they when didn't, life gets hard, when life gets hard or whatever, they didn't put any safeguards up to, help them from falling to help them from falling away from, from, you know, and it's the same thing with diets, same thing with the devotional. It's, it's all these things. But, but I think once you learn how to conquer that, that battle of, of the mind and, and attack that mental discipline area, that is more than half the battle. I would say at least three quarters of the battle. Yeah. Because it's not as hard to, once I'm up, I'm up. It's conquering that weak part of myself that wants to stay in bed. Yeah. I mean, it's even in the Bible, right? It says, be mm -hmm. transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. Paul even said, I take my thoughts captive. Yeah. I mean, talk about trying to wake up and go to the gym. That is a battle to take your thoughts captive. Yeah. And, and I think there's there's some healthy, um, you know, maybe comparisons or, or things you can do to, to make that uh, a successful journey, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, learning from the mistakes, but also understanding, you know, hey, if if you go Monday strong on your diet and gym, Tuesday strong on your diet and gym and your devotional, and then all of a sudden Wednesday, you wake up late, you don't do your devotional, you get busy at work and you just run to, to uh, um, fast food really quick for lunch, and you stay late at work, don't have time to hit the gym, you have all these excuses on Wednesday, don't, that, don't let that ruin your... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, yeah. don't let it, it be okay with the little losses, but, but that's what keeps you mentally tough. That's what will help you be disciplined. Yeah. Um, it, it is trying to rebound as quick as you can, because I think that's a big thing as well Is so we have our clear, not setting clear cut goals and we have the, the battle of the mind and within the battle of the mind, we have, you know, what happens when you, when you stumble, what happens when you lose a day? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it speaks to real, really something deeper that I, I think our generation, and, and maybe you always have a good take on this, um, is kind of the the uh, have it now mentality of our generation. I mean, now yeah. you can get Amazon packages delivered in like what two days? Yep. Um, free if you have Prime. Not a sponsor, but <laughs> um, 
Please don't pull us off your server. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. But what? What can you talk about that? Maybe the 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 two things. One, maybe the mental toughness kind of of our uh, of our generation, and also that have it now mentality that I think are really closely related. That kind of affect a lot of us in these areas. Yeah. So mental toughness. Okay. So mental toughness slash discipline. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I know those aren't quite the same. I'm gonna kind of use those yeah. inter- intertwined. I think discipline is like a muscle. Mm. You could be really weak, have really weak discipline, but you can develop it to be strong. Yeah, it's like most things in life. It takes time to develop. I mean, think about you know discipleship, right? Yeah. The key word in disciple is discipline. Mm-hmm. Jesus discipled his 12 disciples for three years. He walked with them and helped them develop the discipline lifestyles that were needed so they could change the world. So it all starts with, you know, developing that, that discipline. You know, the most important ones being your spiritual disciplines. You know, your prayer, yeah. reading the Bible, connecting with God, serving, you know, helping people and you know, really living your purpose, your God-given purpose to, to be a light. But it, it can be taught. It can be developed. So it's like you were saying, you know, you go one or two days really strong and then out of nowhere you just fall off the plane. Yeah. Well, that just means that you're, you're having, your discipline's not strong enough yet. Mm-hmm. So how do you do it? Well, you do it just like any muscle. You work it out with a small amount over time. So something that really helped me, for example, I'll just use the gym analogy again is even before this year, like towards the end of the year, before Western kind of got closed, mm-hmm. I was actually starting to get kind of consistent back then, is I set a goal, right? I'd, my goal was to make it to the gym, but my goal, first and foremost, wasn't actually just trying to hit a specific data mm-hmm. goal, but my goal was literally to establish a system that would get me to the gym. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I'd put on my gym clothes and I would go to the gym every day. Well, I think it was five days a week at that time. But I wouldn't even work out sometimes. I would just go. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's more, more times than not, I would work out. But yeah. there are some days where I'm like, man, I just, I'm just i not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, at least I got to go. You know, I'll put on my gym clothes. I'll go in the parking <laughs> lot. And for me, I'm like, all right, I made it. That's a success. Yeah. Whether or not I worked out, the fact that I made it there mm-hmm. in my little system, that was a success. I made it there. But right. what did that do? That started to make it where it became less of a challenge. It required less of that willpower or that strength to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, better yet, for a better example, devotional life. You know, some people are like, man, I got to have a devotional. I got to read my Bible for an hour and pray it. It's like, okay, no, just start with a verse. Start yeah. with one verse. Read it, meditate, and pray on it for five minutes. Do that every day for a week. If you, if you do that consistently every day for a week, say that day eight, right after that first week, you don't do it, you're going to feel really weird. Yeah. Really weird to the point where you probably will still at least go, even before you go, if, you, if it's at night before you go to bed, you're going to get that in. Mm-hmm. Because you've started to develop this discipline muscle. Yeah. You've started to develop this discipline where, even though it's not like, all right, I got to go study my Bibles for three hours, you know, and so I can finish writing my theological book. And you know, mm-hmm. It's just the little bits, those little habits, when you just keep doing it, it becomes... Right. A part of your lifestyle mm-hmm. and so 
it, it requires a lot less effort at that point. Mm -hmm. So once you can, I mean, goals, that's why I, I think I said the word earlier, systems. Yeah. My goals aren't always just to like achieve a certain particular benchmark as much as my goals are to build systems. Mm. Right. Like, for example, my workout goal right now, it's not, I want to be 155 pounds at my, my goal. I want to make it to the gym six days a week. Mm -hmm. Some days I'm at the gym, maybe an hour and a half. Some days, maybe 20 minutes. So far this year, I've, I've gone in the gym every time. I haven't just had the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it, it just, it becomes a natural thing to where it's, once you start to exercise that muscle of discipline, even just the small ones, it becomes just something that's ingrained in you. Mm -hmm. So more on the practical side of that analogy you just gave, you're talking about the gym or, or, or even, a, a, you know, devotional reading the Bible, you were saying a verse for five minutes. Right. Well, I guess practically to help, maybe help some people out, where do you go, uh, where do you progress from that? Like you said, right now your goal is six days a week at the right. gym. Where or how do you progress from that? Because I think a lot of people might fall back into that comfortability of yeah. of that routine. Like where, uh, to get you to that next phase, yeah. maybe you reevaluate. How do you go about that? So I've got my, my main goal, right? my overarching vision mm -hmm. is that I'd be in the gym six days a week. Now, under that headline, right, if you're looking at an outline, kind yeah. of some points that branch out below that, right now I've got goals is I want to hit 225 on my bench, on my squat, and on my deadlift. I mm -hmm. want to be able to hit 225 on each of those, do a rep of 10 for 225. Mm. So I've got something I'm, I'm achieving, right? Okay. I've got something I'm shooting for, mm -hmm. so it's not just random. Yeah. I mean, but the thing you find is once you get that discipline going, once you establish that habit, mm -hmm. you'll start crushing your goals, Sure. Like it, it comes naturally. Yeah. You know, to the point where you actually start, you'll start finding you set bigger goals for yourself. Right. right? It's like when you save money or you start really developing discipline with mm -hmm. money and savings and investing. Yeah. You know, I mean, right now, you know, we're sitting in my house. I remember, you know, the idea back when I was in college of, oh my gosh, where am I going to find 10 bucks? You know, that was at a different financial discipline level. Right. You know, now finding 10 bucks is not even a thought. Even if I don't have the 10 bucks to spare, I'm like, okay, 10 bucks, whatever, you know. Why? Because the systems that I've built in place over time, you know, have, have given me a much bigger capacity wow, that's to good. shoot bigger. Yeah. So it's the consistency. And over time, once you just start taking those steps, you know, you got the vision where you want to go mm -hmm. and you just start outlining those steps. Yeah. And so I think maybe maybe two more of the points that I want to make on this is is, you know, one being being this, this idea of like, why, okay, why are we bringing this up? What's really, and there is something I think deeper here that, mm -hmm. um, that speaks when you, when you become a disciplined person yep, and um, when you become a person who has continually, um, fought battles in your mind and won battles, um, and maybe even lost some, but when you've become a person of discipline, I always, if I don't push myself, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, I will fall into a rut. If I don't com consistently challenge myself, I will fall into a rut and, and, and a slump and I'll start to pick up weight mentally, physically, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's something deeper than just, we're not just talking about, you know, just gaining Bible knowledge or we're right. not just talking about just, you know, looking better or, and those are, those are good things. Um, eating healthier and, and not just simply talking about that. But I think something happens to you when you, are a person when you can go that place in your mind. I, I got really into running last year. 
And, I remember that, dude. And I remember, yeah, it was painful. But I remember there was one day specifically where I was only running, I was running, you know, about a mile. Okay. And then gradually two miles. Then I pushed myself three miles. And then there was one day I set out on my normal three mile run. And then I was just like, I feel good. And I, I went to this place in my mind where I was like, I'm just going to run. And as soon as you know, and I'm running, just running along, going down kind of like a new path. And I hear my, my headphones, I had a little, a little mile tracker. It was like four miles. And I was like, that was only four. Oh, that's another mile already. I'm going to go, I'm going to go five. And I hit five miles. And then from that point on, I just would, would, uh, I just was only running like five mile runs for, for a bit. I'm not, don't do too much running anymore. Obviously case in point, revert to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> but, uh, my point was when you can access that part, and this might seem a little abstract, but when you can access that part where you're just driven mentally at that point or, or spiritually or something inside of you causes you to keep going. Yeah. You've, that's something special. And, and I think what, what I'm trying to get at here is if you can be a disciplined person like that and go to that, that, that part where, Hey, nothing's going to stop me right now. When the trials of life come at you, when, when, you know, you're, 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 uh, you got a nail on your tire, you're, you're, key won't turn over in your car you also got this be uh, this bill to pay um you you know all, all these things are flying at you 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 go at them differently whereas most people might crumble in those situations yeah you stand tall and you take one thing at a time and you wade through it and you conquer and you push forward and you you go and, and i think that's really what why we think this is an important topic why i think this is an important topic is because i think a lot more people need to develop that physical mental, spiritual toughness yep, um, and doing things and creating systems to help them be more disciplined, not just so that, that we all look better, that we all eat better, but when life comes at you, you don't fold over, Yeah, that you're different. Yeah, so it's like you asked me earlier. I guess I never really got to answer it completely, but you talked about the generational thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the truth is that that discipline and that mental toughness that you're talking about yeah. and what I would call your conviction, right? The moment where you find your conviction yeah, and your conviction like aligns with your vision and it, you really are becoming the person that God has called you to become. Mm -hmm. That is usually birthed out of a place of, of confrontation. Yeah. Right. When I go to the gym, I confront those weights. They confront me back. <laughs> you know, on a diet, you're confronting. Right. Yeah. You're, you're you're in a battle confronting the, the things that you want versus the things you know you should get. Mm -hmm. Right. Waking up early to pray, read your Bible, or just to develop a habit of reading or developing anything good, it it, it always comes from some sort of pressure. Yeah. Some sort of conflict. Now, generationally, why is this a hard thing with our generation? especially this, the, the youngest of our generation. I think, honestly, it's because we live in such good times. There's really not much confrontation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, our parents had wars. <laughs> you know, our mm -hmm. parents had, had a lot of stuff to deal with. But yeah, think about growing up in America today. There really isn't much difficulties in life. Yeah. I mean, the things that we trip out over really aren't, if you look in the grand scheme of things, that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, we have food, we don't have to fight to survive, you know, yeah. we got money. And even if we're broke, according to America's standards, you still got money, you still got food, we still right. got shelter. You know, we have it made, so we really do have it easy. And you find that in easy times, it's really hard to develop disciplines mm -hmm. because you never really enter challenging times, right? Yeah. If you don't have to have the discipline, then why would you develop it? Yeah. Right. If I didn't have to lift the weights to be in shape, why would I lift them? Right. It's because there's some sort of challenge or something I have to confront. And I think just our, our youngest generation, you know, and I think I'm technically part of that generation. Is we just, we really haven't had to confront anything or we haven't had to fight for survival or our lifestyle is right. so simple that we don't really need those disciplines to survive. So we don't develop them. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, one of the last points I wanted to make on this is we always try to bring it, you know, bring, we always try to bring people closer to God. Um, and I think this is, you know, the, the life, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is, is um, should be a very motivational thing. Yes. Um, but I think if you listen to all these guys, these guys we mentioned, right? Jocko, Goggins, uh, Joe Rogan, they all have something that drive them. But the thing that gets me about these guys is they, they, you know, they, they're freaks of nature. Okay. They can be, they can, they can psych them. Goggins can psych himself out and he'll, he goes to a place in his mind where he has flashbacks of, of being in, in buds, which is like Navy SEAL training. Um, and he's, he, that's where he goes when he's pushing weight off of his chest or he's running those marathons. Yeah. But, you know, for me, I think what causes me to, to wake up in the morning, wake up earlier, open up that Bible right now, uh, the, the heat doesn't work at our house. So it's, Ooh. it's some cold mornings and, uh, I have to push myself to get up out of bed and go to the living room and, and have my time with the Lord but why is because I have David Goggins playing in my head or, or Jocko Willick playing in my head, telling me to get up and go read my Bible. Like, no, it's because in those moments I think of Jesus and I think of, you know, uh, those, the, the, the time he had at the time where you read, if you don't know, there's a part of, of the gospel where Jesus is, is uh, being taken to the cross and he's praying and he actually asks he asks God to spare him. He basically says, hey, I don't want to do this. But then the next line, he says, but let your will be done. Like, if this is what you want, I'm going to do it. And he come like, talk about mental, spiritual, physical toughness. Like, he went and endured the most gruesome death for us because he saw the goal, right? It says that yeah. we were the joy set before him. That because of that joy set before him, he endured the cross. Because he had a clear-cut vision. Because he knew what the ultimate goal was. And, you know, stepping back, and you were talking about confrontation, and we, we talked about a lot of things, but I think um, to kind of close this out is um, how important that confrontation is with God and to go there and to have those moments. And, yes, set the small goals. Start with going to the gym five days a week, just physically going to the gym. Start with reading one Bible verse and, and meditating on it, writing about it, only five minutes. Set a timer. Do what you got to do. Start with only eating out one day a week, maybe. Uh, do, do Start those little goals, and you can kind of mentally go there and, and, and attack it that way. But um, I think deeper than that is is really, and maybe you could speak to this as we close out, is how important that is to to let God be the one that confronts you ultimately. And, and because I'll be honest with you, if I'm the one, 
if, 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 and I've, I've had this uh, encounter so many times throughout my life and I think I'm finally maybe learning from it. If I run on uh, you know, what I call like Kenny juice or Kenny gas, if I'm running on me, <laughs> no Kenny gas. Uh, if I'm running on, on only me, right. If, if I'm what's pushing me, if it's just my own power alone, I'm going to fail. I'm going to sputter. I'm going to burn out. Yeah. But it's only when I let God into these things. And I'm not just talking about reading the Bible. I let, when I don't want to go to the gym, I'm praying, God, help me. <laughs> when I want to eat that donut, I'm asking God, Lord, help me. When I want to get up in the morning, I'm calling on him. And, and it's not always easy, but you know, how important is that part of, of everything that we're talking about? I feel like, you know, for, for us, it's pretty center stage, but a lot of people will involve God on a, on a Sunday yep. or, or in, in the, in between times kind of, but it, it's only through the Bible says we've been given the mind of Christ, right? So we should be able to access that, that discipline, the same discipline that Christ had, but how important is that to, to the center of everything that we do? Uh, I think it is the center right. of everything we do. So, so kind of going back originally goals are really just a reflection of your vision your vision for your life. And when you don't have clear vision for your life, you could be a bit aimless. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that means you can't try a lot of different things with your life and, you know, learn a lot of different fields. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, you only live once. I mean, learn as many different things as you want and try as many different things as you want. You know, life's too short to just stay in one lane yeah. in that sense. But you know, God is the source of vision for your mm -hmm. life, and God's vision for your life will be the best vision for your life. Yeah. And when you allow God to have that place in your life, and when you allow Him to form your vision of who you are and what you were put on this earth to do, everything else will fall in place. Right. So, for example, why, you know, why do I want to get healthy? Well, probably part of it's superficial. You know, I want to look better. You know, and part of it's health wise, I want to feel better, but I live my purpose a lot better and I'm more effective at living my purpose when I'm healthy. Yeah. Right. When I have the energy, right. When I feel the strength, mm -hmm. you know, to go from work to going and meeting with people and to go and trying to serve and help. I do that much more effectively when I'm healthy than when I'm That's not. That's good. Yeah. You know, why do I read? Right. I read so I can expand my knowledge right mm -hmm. the more knowledge i have the more tools i have in my arsenal to be able to serve right. and to help people right the more subject matter i know right mm -hmm. like this book i'm reading on money life's not about money you know i've i've been broke and it doesn't bring me any fulfillment you know i've had a lot of money and it hasn't brought me any more fulfillment yeah you know but understanding the principles of how to manage my resources will help me build God's kingdom even more. Right. Will help me live my purpose even more. To where I can be generous to the community, I can be generous to the church. Mm -hmm. You know, and I can even provide for my family yeah. as well. Provide an atmosphere where they can thrive and grow in their purpose as well. So all these little things, I mean even if you think about, you know, working out or you think about mm -hmm. reading or you know, just different habits, it, it all boils down to what is your vision for your life. Right. And your best vision for your life is God's vision. Right. And the vision he has for your life is that you could change the world mm -hmm. for him. Right? That you could turn the lights on in the midst of a, a dark, 
crooked and perverse generation that we're called to be the lights that we have yeah. that responsibility right and so let's do it yeah you know let's do it the best we can and let's become the best we can at living our purpose yeah that's what that was discipleship that's why discipleship is one of the themes mm -hmm. of what jesus left he modeled it mm -hmm. he modeled discipleship which is discipline yeah learning how to live a disciplined life so that you can be the most effective for christ right. while your time here on earth so there it is start at the source go yep. conquer the world yep let's do it let's do it well hey thanks for tuning in if you have any questions for us you can direct message either myself or kenny on instagram or you can send us an email monumentsandmovements at gmail.com thanks for tuning into this episode of monuments and movements make sure that you subscribe on apple podcasts spotify google Podcasts, amazon or wherever you listen to podcasts if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to give us a positive rating. Spread the word and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time. Oh, yeah. Peace. Peace. Hey.